Hi, this is the Confessions of Ignorance podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Kirsten, your amazing sister. So amazing. Older, wiser. Yes, all the things. <laughs> all the things. How are you? I'm I'm good. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I've been feeling like a little off today. A little bit mm. in a mental rut. Well, you're going on vacation tomorrow, right? Yeah. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Because that happens, I think. Yes. Going on vacation. By the time this podcast comes out, I think I'll have just gotten home. We're doing Nashville? So, yes. I mean, you and you and your hubby. Sam and I are going to Nashville. I'm super excited. He surprised me with a trip to go. I've always wanted to go, and I don't even know why, but it just sounds I fun. I just think it's like a thing that girls want to go do. Like, I, yeah. I want to go too, but I don't really know. Well, I want to go for like the really pretty like farmhouses. Oh, I don't okay. even care about like the music scene or the food, although that's cool. I want to go to like see the really beautiful like old homes. I have not even thought and about the, that. the homes and the trees and the okay. rolling hills, which is probably not why you care to go. Probably good we're not going together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might That's be separating true. had we had planned a trip there together. Yeah, well, listen, we take trips together and it's always fine. So fun. Yes. We, we never have like a difference of, you know, no, activities. We're both pretty go with the flow. We'll do yeah. whatever. Yeah. But it is just kind of stressful. Like we're leaving our girls behind and it's just kind of stressful. Like yeah. I know they'll be fine, but I th- I think I get like anxiety, like something's gonna happen. It's so to them. normal, yeah. And then you're just, but you have to go places. You have to travel. You can't. Just I know stay you home. can't let it like stop you. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it's getting there. It's getting. It's you're, getting. To the, you're almost. You're on the verge of canceling. No. no. Yeah, but I I don't know. And then there's like all the packing you have to do, and I feel like yeah. I sound so privileged right now. But like, yeah, you like. I know I'm grateful to be to going. I'm really excited. I know once I'm there, it will be better. Once I'm done with all the girls packing and our packing and everything, but yeah. it's you know it's just it's gonna be just fine. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, by the time you guys are listening, I'll be home. Mm-hmm. I'll be excited You'll, to tell you, you all you about it. All not, the good food. You will be so excited to then be planning your next trip, which will probably be our girls' trip. By the way, we're going um, on a girls' nope. trip. What? No. What's your next trip? Remember, we're going on a cruise. Oh, I didn't know you booked it. Yeah, we booked it oh. um, for December. Oh my gosh! I know. What? Yeah. You're like trips are so stressful. I'm going on one every month. <laughs> You're well, going to do November, December, I feel like January. I get more depressed in the winter time. And mm. so it's kind of just like helpful to get out of the terrible Utah winters. Horrific. Yes. So Sam and I are going to go on a cruise in December. You're welcome to come. I know you invited you us. You are invited. You, you invited me this time on your trip. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. Because so. in the past, <laughs> I have been we an afterthought. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, we should share where we're going for our girls trip. Because sure. we're so excited. By we, the way. We can finally share because we finally know. We, as a sisterhood, as in four sisters and sister-in-law and mom, mm-hmm. have been trying to plan a girls trip for a very long time. Like, like when months. you say a long time, no, I think it's been almost a year since December. That's okay. when we started thinking about it. So almost a year. And our spouses were being, I would say rather rude because they were making no. fun of us that we kept like, Listen, they were just rolling their eyes. They it were rolling laughable. their eyes that we could not figure out a time to go on this trip because I kept, was rolling my eyes that we couldn't figure it out. But here's the thing, because they just did a trip. Yeah. And the difference is for them is what all they have to do is figure out when they're going to take work off and then it make they make it happen. For us, we have like breastfeeding and babies being mm, born that's and true, pregnancies. That's hard. I mean not not me, 
but all of you guys because yeah. you're in your younger childhood yeah, years. Yeah, you want to try and plan it around like nobody's going to be pregnant yeah. or breastfeeding or have a newborn, which is impossible. Like mm-hmm. you're, I feel like with all the girls and four of us are still in like our childbearing years. Yeah. You're just like childbearing. Then it's bound to happen. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but we figured it out. We're, we're pretty excited. Yes. Florida. Yes. We're going to Florida. Yeah, we're going to do a you date. You know more about it than well, I do. <laughs> I've kind of been like, can El- you guys just plan it? I'll just, Emily's just book me the stuff. I'll come. So easy going. She's literally just like, I feel like for every trip, you're like, whatever you want to do is fine. I'll go where you want me to go. Just tell me where to show up. Yeah. But it's also out of like laziness. Like I don't mm. want to be the one that like has to plan. Yeah. Actually, what we did is I gave every girl an assignment. I said, take the weekend, think it over, get back to me. And you and Nicole. Did you give that assignment? I thought Sarah did. Okay, either way, it was given. Okay. The assignment was given. <laughs> You're just and taking credit for taking charge. Sarah spent a long time planning and coming up with ideas. And you were like, I'm not going to do it. Listen, it was a busy weekend. And here's the problem. By the time I got around to like, okay, I'm going to look at hotels. I'm going to look at like destinations. You guys were already on like Marco Polo talking to each other like, okay, I like Florida and another person like Florida and a third person like Florida. So then I was like, what's the point of me trying to like look up hotels in Mexico when three of you already are going to vote for Florida? We, well, I'm not going to put a bunch of time and effort into planning this Mexico trip. That's not going to happen. We will never know what Mexican trip could have been because you didn't even fight for it. So we'll never know. But I, here's the thing. I was happy to go to Florida. Yeah. I didn't really like have a leg to stand on with fighting for Mexico. It was just like, oh, that could be fun. It's true. We wouldn't have probably listened to you anyway. Yeah. We were like, we, exactly. our mind has been made up. We're going to That's Disney why World. I just didn't even plan on it. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to Disney World. Just for a day. Okay. Yeah. Just for a day. And I'm so excited. And I kind of wish like the whole trip could be Disney World. But I know, I know that's not, this is not the trip we're doing. We're just doing a day there and we're going to go on to other things. Yeah. And I feel like if you were doing a Disney World trip, wouldn't you want like all your kids there? Yes. Like if you were doing a bunch of days there. Yes, for sure. But I've also like, I'm just thinking it might be sad to go to Disney World for one day. Like I've never done a Disney trip just a day. I feel like I need like to know that if I miss something, I can do it the next day. Yeah, so I went to Disneyland this past, uh, I think it was like January or, no, it was like February, March-ish with Sam and Bentley and mom in Brooklyn. And I was good with like a half a day. Yeah, but you and I are not the same. We are not the the same. We had our baby with us. Yeah. Who was, she spit up everywhere all the time, constantly covered in spit up. Like, so she, the whole time we were just like, we need a change of clothes. We don't have a change mm. of clothes. I was walking through Disneyland holding her and people were telling me left and right, oh, there's spit up on your baby's sweatshirt. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, thanks, but it's freezing outside and we don't have an extra sweatshirt. So she's just going to stay in this soaking You could have bought her like a $60 baby sweatshirt with oh like a gosh, cute what little... a missed opportunity. Yeah, like a cute little Minnie Mouse sweatshirt yeah yeah we could have that she would have worn for like a week and grown out of yeah and mm. no she would have just spit up all over that True. one and we probably would have ended up throwing it in the trash okay, well this trip there will be no spit up and yes. it's gonna be it's, it's gonna totally be different and like a, a whole different experience for you yeah it's gonna be so great it's so. gonna be great yep can't wait yes okay yeah and ready let's see for our guests yep okay we've got we have natalie malin coming on today she emily you're gonna love this because okay. you love plants no. <laughs> what, uh, do, uh, how do you want me to respond? I want you to respond in truth. Okay. Tell, please tell I them. love the look of plants. I appreciate the look of plants. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think I care as much about them as 
the rest of the sisters. Mm. Even I should extend that to family. Worldwide, maybe. Ex- yeah. <laughs> worldwide as much care. as the world. <laughs> I think they're so pretty. Um, but I just, A, I can't take care of them. Mm. So I think it just like kind of ruins my you drive. Can't, you can't or you don't. Like, do you just. Yeah, I don't. I choose. Yeah. I choose to spend my time other ways. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I feel the same way about like some of the exercises you do. So it's fine. Like we all choose to do the things we do, you know? Yes. You put a lot of work into other things and that's no one's like, I think that's great. So you have some dead plants on your porch. Let me just tell you, You I mean, we should show her the picture of the moms on my porch right now. Yeah. She might honestly just get up and walk. (laughs) She'll be so embarrassed to be in the same room as me. You just don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe you don't water them or you do water them. I don't I really don't know what's know. going on. I don't know. But I don't water them. You're right. Natalie is a plant expert, like a flower, specifically flowers. Okay. So I need her help. You really got to ask her some questions. Yeah. 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 I'm very ignorant when it comes to this. Yeah. So I'm so looking forward we're to excited. it. We're excited. She's an illustrator turned gardener. So that's going to be fun because oh, cool. she knows a lot about the art world and the illustrator world, plus a lot about the plant world. That's great. A wealth of knowledge. So we're really excited to get into it. Have I told you the story about um, the poinsettia mom gave me? You didn't do well with it. If I, if I, my memory serves me correct, right? Two years ago, I remember well, mom came to my house with a poinsettia and put it in my house and it was pretty. And I said, mom, you don't want to give this to me. And she said, why? And I said, I'm going to kill it. And she said, Emily, it's impossible to kill a poinsettia. Nobody kills a poinsettia. Um. And I said, mom, okay, I'll do my best. So then I, of course, I'm like, okay, I have to take care of this poinsettia. I watered it every day. And Mm. what do you know, within a week, it's dead. Apparently, you're not supposed to water poinsettias as often as I was. Well, they're like desert. They're actually like desert plants. Yeah. Which is so weird. The plant that she said nobody kills, I killed. Yeah, but you weren't given like proper instruction. The thing is like when I get a plant, I will Google it. I will like do all I can to figure out. And I think you're just like, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah, that's like my life. Let's see how this goes. Um, Well, this will give you hope. When I was first married, mom gave me a plant. It, I think it was a, I don't know. Oh, it was like a housewarming gift. We got this cute little, we lived in this cute little town home. And she gave me this plant and it was like wintertime in Logan, Utah, which is like freezing like mm-hmm. just like below so freezing every day. And I was like, okay, plants need a few things, right? But I know for sure water. Mm-hmm. So I watered it. And then what else do they need? Sunlight, Sunlight. and oxygen. I do know that. Okay. So I put it outside, but okay. then because I gave it water and put it outside, it froze because <laughs> it was winter. <laughs> so the water, froze. it was an ice block. So then do you know what I did? Uh, I don't know. I microwaved it. Oh my god! I thought I need to dethaw my plant, your plant, and it died. Like you can't. Kirsten. In case you're wondering, can't do that. <laughs> so, but I'm really. I mean, I'm not great at plant. I'm I'm good at plants now. So I'm saying there's hope for you. Okay, you too may turn a corner at some point yeah. and become really good with plants. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to learn more today. Yeah. Yep. She's gonna teach us what to do, maybe what not to do. She's going to help us out. Okay. Can't wait. Okay, let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Okay, we are here with our special guest, Natalie Malin. 
And we like to start every, actually, why don't you say hi first to hi. the listeners? Yes, hi, we can Natalie. hear your beautiful voice. Okay, this <laughs> Thank is Thank you so much for coming. Yes, we're yes, so excited. So happy to be here. So every podcast, we like to start out with a little segment, which is our Marco Polo review for the week. So we, oh. as like friends and sisters, have a lot of Marco. I sent you a Marco Polo. Yes. So like, I know you're on it. Yep. And what we've been talking a lot about this week is something that probably everyone's talking about and honestly isn't something we talk about is on the it, regular. It's actually not, surprisingly. Yeah, do you want to take a guess? Is it them deleting Marcos? No, no. but we may, you should not chat about that. that. That's what I've been stressing it's about. It's a person. It's a person. Oh, it's okay. A, no, I don't know. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. So we, as a, I would say like sisterhood, aren't, we don't talk about her that much. I don't know if any of us. I would say we're just like average Taylor Swift no, we're below average. Taylor Swift. Below average Swifties. We, yeah. yeah. We I'm, are Taylor Swift fans, but we're not like diehard Swifties. I even feel okay. weird saying I'm a fan. I never know what to say because I'm always like, I think she's amazing and great, but like, I don't really have much care. I, I'm just kind of like. Yeah, but you went to her movie. I went to the movie. Did you have you seen I it? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. So what, where yet. do you. I probably like you maybe a notch down. Like, oh, I love to okay. hear all the things, but I'm not like super. Okay. Up to date. That makes me okay. feel better because okay. sometimes I feel really bad about myself. And I'm like, I don't know what's I going on. I do like to send all of the funny Instagram reels about the Chiefs and stuff right now. Mm -hmm. you Is that know? your daughter, Olive? No, I just, I like to send all of them all to, of. You. Okay. like, I like to send them to my <laughs> husband now that she's going to the Chiefs games and yeah. stuff because they're really into sports. I have a son yes. that loves the Chiefs and so. Oh, cute. Did yeah. he love them before? He did. Yeah. Pre Taylor. I mean, yes, definitely oh, pre Taylor. Okay. Yes. Okay. He's been a huge fan. He's oh, always cute. decked out. So he's probably loving this. He loves it. And yeah. I love teasing my husband. You know, the ones where it's like, oh, everyone's yeah. going to be watching this game now because this yes. guy is getting famous because he's dating those. I like yeah. to send those. Kirsten, do you know this guy's name? Of course I know his name. Okay. Travis Kelsey. Yes. Okay. Just, just saying. I, I feel bad because I don't watch sports. Like I don't. It's oh. I don't participate in any sports. Watching Super Bowl, I will sit with the family with my computer and yeah. be in the room. The with last you. Super Bowl, you were on your computer. The were whole you? Time. Yeah. I was like yeah. sourcing for Christmas for yeah. our shop the whole time. I was yeah. posting about the grass. Oh, great. And yeah. I have never had so many people watch stories in my entire yeah, Instagram. There's a bunch of women just like scrolling. Oh. Everybody was like, what is the deal with the grass? Smart. It's a smart that time is a to smart be move. posting it's on. It's a great yeah. time. If you yeah. want to boost your engagement, post during yeah. Super Bowl. But it was a good game too. Yeah, Kirsten wouldn't know. know. <laughs> was it? I don't remember. I don't remember. But I feel bad because my husband's like thinking maybe now I'll want to watch it oh, because no. yeah but I'm like I actually don't care about her either I'm so sorry I don't <laughs> care about any of these things yeah. yeah like who would who would a football player have to be dating for you to like be like okay I'm gonna watch now mm. who's like an idol for you I mean they're like okay a lot of like Joanna Gaines but she's married yeah like Nate and Jeremiah yeah, a gay couple that I love. Okay. Like they're not going to be there dating anyone. I don't no, know. I, I think I just. Yeah. Josh, you're just, just out. She's yeah. just written it off. There will never be a day I care to watch. No, yes. yeah. But yeah. you did like the movie. Right? I thought it was really good. I thought it was amazing. I was so inspired by her. She is seriously so talented. I couldn't believe that she was singing and dancing in heels for like three hours. It was incredible. And she does to watch. Like, uh, like night after night after night over and over it yeah. was amazing so yeah, yeah, i was yeah. very inspired and now yes. i could say that i know more of her songs i am like 
I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm like a fan yet, but I'm not, not a fan. After the movie, you I on Marco be. Polo said, I think I, you said, I think I can call myself a Taylor Swift fan now. Okay. But I want to put, I want to put that to test. I prepared a little quiz. Oh dear. And okay. I did not tell you about For this. For both of us? Yes. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, oh no. We're yes. going to fail. We're gonna I will fail this. So bad. Okay. Where is my daughter? Oh, First. No. I'm, I'm going to be ashamed mm-hmm. of myself. What is Taylor Swift's middle name? Her grandma's name's Marjorie. Is it Marjorie? Whoa, That's you amazing. already well, know that. So much. She has a song. I'm going to give you a multiple Taylor. choice. Okay. Madison, Allison, or Marie? I was going to say Allison. Is it Allison? Christian, do you have a guess? Say Marie. Allison. Oh, that was my guess in my head before we Point got the for multiple. Natalie. Okay. Point for you. I don't okay. know how I would know that, though. While you are more of a Taylor Swift fan than you thought. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm not doing so well. Kirsten, you might like this question. Actually, you too. Let's see. Natalie and Kirsten, this is kind of up your alley. What farm was Taylor Swift born on? What farm? Yeah, I, I don't know. She's so born on a farm, the, actually. The farms of America? How are we supposed to know? Okay, <laughs> pumpkin tree farm, oh. wheat tree farm, Christmas tree farm. I'm going to say Christmas tree. Christmas tree farm. Yeah. She seems like yes. a Christmas tree farm girl. Good we just job. high five. Okay. Good job. Good so, job. okay, we're doing better. Okay. Next question What is Taylor Swift's favorite animal? A cat. Oh, for sure, cat. She has a bunch of cats. Oh, I like her more already. She loves cats. There we go. Yeah. Yep, cat. Good job. Okay, yeah, I knew we'll that. do two more. Kay. Okay. Where is Taylor Swift from? Oh, I thought. I Other thought than a Christmas from, tree from <laughs> the Christmas tree Nashville, from Nashville, obviously. But, but maybe not. I don't know. Actually, I have no you idea. You want to take this? I have no Do you have idea. a multiple choice? I do. Okay. Let's see. New Jersey, New York, Austin, Texas, or... Why I'm missing Pennsylvania. Probably that one. I was going to say Pennsylvania because that's too random. To Probably that one. I'm going right to go with choice. that one. Pennsylvania. Okay. You couldn't even say it. <laughs> well, I saw it and I was like, Wyoming. And then that didn't make no, sense. No. And then I'm like, why, oh, why, Wyoming, why, Pennsylvania. Why I'm missing. Anyway. Okay. Last question. Finish this sentence. When you're 15, yeah, somebody tells you they love you. And it's this is sounds a, this so is a nice. song lyric. No oh come on! Is this is one of what? her most popular songs. Oh, Wait, no. will you sing it though? You have to sing okay. it. When you're 15, yeah, somebody tells you they love you. Oh, I still don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Is it a new no or an old? Like, oh, is it a okay. classic? Or is we, it? We don't have Taylor I'm Swift sorry. fans here. Oh, I'm sorry, please forgive me. You're gonna believe them. No, but well, that sounds beautiful. Though. Oh, you did so good. You did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is okay. not one of my skills. It's okay. Singing. I, you I don't, know a lot of songs. You don't claim to be a true Swifty, so it's fine. Is that one of her? That's probably not a popular song. No, that was a pretty popular song. Okay. It was one of her older What's songs. What's it called? Um, it's called 15, I think. Mm, okay. I'm going to look it up. I mean, maybe I could be I wrong, know several people who are going to be really embarrassed that I didn't know yeah. that right now. That I'm close to, they, and I apologize to them. Stop you know who you are. I'm very now. sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> You're on the shun list yeah. now. Okay. Well, we are going to get into our questions for Natalie now, because I have a lot. And so, I just want to say, I, Natalie, you don't know this about me. I know nothing about plants, flowers, yay, anything. Yeah. Or, so or art. Or art. That's fantastic. <laughs> so you may have to dumb this down, but I feel yeah. like I'm a good person to be here because most of the audience might, might actually probably not to my level. Um, there might be some people like you yeah. out there and we're here for all the people. Yes. No matter what. Everybody's welcome at our mm-hmm, table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So you have many skills, but you started out as an illustrator. Yeah. Will you definitely. tell everyone the difference between illustrator and artist? Okay. That is a great question. So an illustrator specifically 
talks, it refers to telling a story, pictures that tell a story. And so think of book illustrations or magazine illustrations or book covers. So that's technically an illustration. And animation is when it's moving. People get animator and illustrator confused all the time. Mm. So an illustrator, it's a, you know, a static image usually. But um, we end up learning how to animate too here and there. Awesome. Did you always know that you wanted to be like an artist or an illustrator? I honestly, I, when I was applying for college, I was like, okay, I'll try for the art program. If I don't get in, maybe I will do chemistry because I also really love science Mm, and very opposite. So opposite. And I think, I don't know that I've ever told anyone that except for maybe like my mom would know that, Mm -hmm. but I just, I loved chemistry and all the different things that had to deal with that and trying new things and testing things and all of that stuff. So that was like my backup plan. That's if great. I did not make it into the mm-hmm. art department. So wait, where did you go to school? I went to Brigham Young University. Okay. Here in um, Provo. And it was funny at the time I actually was living in Georgia. My dad was in the military and so we moved all the time. And so we had never lived in Utah and it was like really far away from home, you know? And so I thought that's great. That sounds like a really safe place that my parents mm. would be cool with. And they had a great art program back then. Art is kind of a hard one because you get the artsy people where it's all, you know, performance art or just about mm. the emotion and not necessarily about being able to support a family or have a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As so an were artist. you worried about that then? I was worried about that because I had applied to a couple different art schools where I'd gotten scholarships and scholarship was like, you just need to keep a 2.0 GPA. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to be a fit for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So there, I'd gone to a, a couple different places and checked out a few things. Um, and so some of them are just kind of strange. You know, mm-hmm. you walk in and you're like, okay, like someone's just like screaming in a corner and <laughs> they have like a label on the wall and that's like their art you're piece. Like, I feel Nothing like I would have liked vibe. that kind of school. I feel <laughs> like I would have like, thrived. <laughs> it's really interesting yeah. to walk through. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So, but BYU felt like a good fit. So yeah. They have a really classical academic drawing program there. Awesome. So when you're there, did you know, did you kind of know what you wanted your path to be when you're in college? Like what you wanted to do when you got done? Well, so the illustration department is really small and you have to reapply every year back at that time. So every year you could get kicked out of your program for an entire year if you didn't pass your portfolio review at the end of the year. Is that typical for most programs? It's not typical for most programs, but Uh that program is typical for. So So they keeps you on your toes. It keeps you on your toes. They take up to 20 students each year back at that time. I'm not sure what they do now, but yeah, yeah, it's very small program. And one of my years, they only took 13 people because they just didn't have 20 people that they They just passed through. So qualified. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great program. And yeah, it keeps you on your toes because you can't, you can't slack off and Mm -hmm. still make it through. Mm -hmm. And your, okay. Am I saying this word right? Your media of choice. Medium. Yep. Medium. (laughs) Medium of choice is is it watercolor? Is it acrylic? Okay, so that is a good question. Yeah, because I I would say watercolor. That like is what I'm I, known for. Yeah. If I looked at your pieces, that's what yes. I would say. But was is that how how'd you get into watercolor? Is that what you like to do? Yeah. Is that what you do now? The funny thing is, I did watercolor in high school. I did zero watercolor in college at all. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even open. I don't even think I put, took my paints to school with me. In college, everything was acrylic and oil. Um, because it's easier to correct mistakes and fix things for illustrations mm-hmm. with acrylics and oil. You can go over the top. Watercolor is very unforgiving. 
Um, and so you just kind of start over if you make a mistake. I, I must say, I did do some. I, I dabbled say, in some yeah. watercolor. Kirsten yeah. recently has been showing. Oh, you off did her her watercolors. Listen, I, but I can attest that it's very hard once you make a mistake. Like well, and you're kind of and you're got to start over. Is what I and there's like. well, there's a lot of ways that you can fix things. It's just, I feel like most people don't know how to fix them. Mm -hmm. You know, with design, yeah. it's like, there's there's easy things that you can do right away, or there's different things, you know, using the right supplies, right paper is a huge deal with watercolor. Mm. Um, and so I didn't start doing watercolor until probably 15 years ago. It started becoming really popular and not a lot of people were experienced with it. And so, I had done so much in high school that I said, yeah, I can do watercolor. And so I just started busting stuff out and, um, wow. And I that's thinking, what you still do. I still do it. It's okay. just, it's still so popular. Um, before watercolor, I was mostly doing, are you familiar with, um, Adobe illustrator at all vector images? Yes. I've heard of it. Yes. We do a lot in illustrator with my business. So yes, yes, yes. yes. So I was doing before all of the watercolor craze, mm -hmm. you know, kind of picked up speed. I was doing all vector so will you because i have i for some reason i don't understand how you can translate something to paper to mm -hmm. a computer so like what does that look like when you're are you watercoloring on the computer or no. what but because it takes so much longer you can yeah but you like, definitely can I mean, not on the computer but i'm saying like is it like a paint program or are you taking there a are, picture and, and scanning, scanning what you've done already i so i think this really surprises people about my work because a lot of people don't do it this way but i love having the paints and the paper i love the tactileness of art supplies mm -hmm. i guess so art supply tester will just add that to my you know and so i like having all the things and the colors and how they mix and how they lay on the paper. And I like that tactile feeling and the mess that you make when you do it. So I generally do my work, I scan it in and then I clean it up. And that's a very mm. time consuming process. It's nice because you can fix a lot of things in that process, but that's generally what I do. Okay. That's so I have I a question. Mm -hmm. Are these for like books mostly or oh good question like paintings on the wall like where are yeah. where are people putting most of your art so when I started in college I was in a program to study portraiture and so I thought leaving college I was going to be doing beautiful oil paintings of people's children like on the oh. wall and in homes in uh -huh. home decor and the, and so the economy kind of tanked right around the time that I was graduating and so it didn't seem like a great business decision to go into that. So I started people weren't doing, gonna be like spending. A yeah, lot of money people were just being a lot more cautious with yeah. their money at that time, because everything was a little uncertain back then. And so I, I wasn't doing as much portraiture. And I started doing magazine work and um, children's books. Children's books are great, but they're such a long project. 26 spreads is a oh, substantial project as I started having kids and things. So what do you mean? Like, is that 26 pages? Yeah, it's that's a double page. Okay. So that's I guess like it's about average. 13 spreads. Yeah. 26 okay. is about the number of pages in a children's book. Okay. And like, how long would that typically, typically take? It's you? usually, it depends on if, if you're doing that with other projects and kids and stuff, I think you plan about a year and it depends oh, on wow. how long your publisher has, but it's a pretty big mm time commitment I have no idea yeah yeah it's gonna really make me appreciate all the books that yeah. I read with yeah. Bentley you're just gonna Brooklyn. like 
caress those pages and yeah, be like, like, look at these beautiful pictures. Yeah. 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 So one of your jobs that you got early on was working for Cricket, which yes. if people don't know what Cricket, Emily, do you even know? Yeah. Do you know what oh, I okay. Actually, um, I don't know, maybe like third grade, I was really into scrapbooking. That's true. Oh. Don't you remember? Oh, I remember. I saved up all my money. I was going to buy a Cricket. Okay. And I don't know what happened. I think, I think what happened, out. I went to the store. You probably bought clothes instead. <laughs> You're like, actually. No, I had your clothes to borrow. That's true. That's I went true. to the store and then it was like, oh, wait, actually, you need to buy hundreds of dollars worth of extra things to go with it. Yeah. Oh. Like all the like, the extras. What were those called? The, the cartridges. The cartridges. Those. So that's yeah. what I used to design. Mm. Oh, yeah. I wish I had yeah. the hookups with you when I was yeah. in third grade. I know. You could that's awesome. Some. So you were designing the cartridges that people would buy to use for their Cricut machines. Yes. Okay. So at first I was in-house. I used to be an art director. So I was helping them process the artwork. So you get the artwork from the artist. You check it. Make sure there's not any weird lines or you make sure that the blade's not going to cut through like the middle of a face or, you know mm. what I'm saying? So you go through and you check mm. all the artwork, you log it, you name it all, you get it to production. Um, and so that's what I was doing as an art director. And you source artists and find people with fun styles and that kind of thing. So I was doing that. And then when I had my first baby, I left because I wanted to be a mom and they kept needing artwork and they knew I could do the artwork and they knew I knew how to do it exactly to their specifications mm -hmm. and I could do it really fast um, because I did it so quickly for work all the time. So that's when I started licensing basically is right when I had my oldest daughter 14 years ago. Oh, wow. Almost 15 years ago. And so. And you've spoken about a mentor that you had at Cricket that yes. really helped kind of shape your career a little bit. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So Randy, Randy Benson, when I was getting hired at Cricket, I actually thought I thought it was an inside joke. I thought one of my friends was playing a prank on me because I got, I had put my portfolio out there and I got this call back and it said, we designed stuff for Disney. My husband was working at Disney at the time doing video games. And so I thought, this is like really weird. This company called Cricket and they do You've work for Disney. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, that's kind of strange. And so I thought I was getting pranked, but I went into the interview anyway. And so he um, hired me and I had put my portfolio out there and two weeks later I got a call. So I was art directing for Cricut, but it was for a website for Cricut um, doing clip art things that they had going back then. I got a call from another company where I'd be drawing pictures. So mm -hmm. instead of processing other people's artwork, I would be actually illustrating. And so, you know, everything just kind of went back and forth and back and forth and, um, he ended up saying, I will help you do licensing more and I won't have you do a non-compete. So you can still illustrate at night. You can illustrate as much as you want, as long as you're, you know, doing great at work. Wow. So that's yeah, so great. great. Yeah, that's exactly. And explain what like need. what the licensing, what that means. So in licensing the in the art world. So licensing, it's when you take your artwork and it has your name on it, it's almost like you get to rent that pattern out to a company for a specific product for a period of time. So let's say you wanted to do planners mm -hmm. and you loved this floral print on my tote bag and you wanted to use that on specifically on planners um, for two years. And it would be under my name, so it would be Natalie Malin for whatever company that you choose to sell it under. Um, and so that's licensing. Mm -hmm. So when I do things for Cricut now, it says Natalie Malin on it. Or if I do things for planner companies or fabric companies, that kind of thing, 
and then they pay you. It depends. The payment just kind of depends on what you work out with the company. Sometimes it's a flat fee, but usually when you're doing licensing, it's a royalty based. Hmm. So if it sells, then that's amazing. And sometimes things sell for years and years. And sometimes yeah. they don't. Sometimes mm-hmm. they never even make it into production. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a gamble mm-hmm. with licensing because you never know for sure if it's actually going to get printed. But you hope. Like, you hope. Yeah, all yeah. the work in. Yeah. Yes. So I did a little bit of like Instagram stalking. Oh, because okay. I hadn't, I was, I don't know, like I said, I'm very ignorant with all of this stuff. <laughs> no. But the what I saw on your feed recently, like, more, I don't know, past year or a couple years is more flowers. Yes. Like actual flowers instead of watercolor flowers. So how did you turn like your love for illustrating flowers into like real flowers? Like when, yeah. when did that shift take It place? actually was the opposite. I, so let's see. 13, I'm trying to think how old my son was. It was when I was pregnant with my son. So my second baby, I got an iron deficiency. And I, it's funny if I show you the pictures of my yard before I got the iron deficiency, it looks like an in and out. It's just rocks mm-hmm. and then plants. We bought a house, it was a short sale and the everything had died in the yard. And so I paid zero attention to that yard the whole first two years that we lived there until I got this iron deficiency. And then I went outside one day and I was like, my yard is hideous. It's clean. You Everything's just noticed. There's yeah. nothing. I just yeah. noticed. Yeah. It was one of those like awakenings when you go outside and you're like, wait a minute, I live here. <laughs> what have I been doing what? with my life? So that's well, you were when busy with other things. I was busy. I was so yeah. busy, but that's when I started craving the smell of dirt and I'd get up at five 30 and I'd go to, isn't there a name for that? Like yeah, when it, people are pregnant. It's either P- they, it's Pika. Is it Pika yeah, or Pika? Yeah, I think, I think it's I P-I-C-A. Had an, I had an iron deficiency when I was pregnant and I, did you want to eat dirt? You can crave ice. Or bleach. I, I don't. I crave I, ice oh, when I'm bleach? pregnant. Bleach. Yeah. yeah. yeah Some I've people crave bleach. really. I oh, never wanted no. to eat the dirt. I just like. Wanted to be with the dirt. I hey, bought wait, I, so many bags of dirt. <laughs> I talked to somebody last week. That's funny. We're talking about this. And they admitted they kept a cinder block under their bed. <gasps> because For they like. For what smell? They, no, they craved like chewing on it. Stop it. I'm dead serious. On I'm the cinder? Serious. How do you chew on a cinder block? You don't. I don't know. You don't do I that. I don't know. They just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm so happy yeah. for you that it was dirt. And it's that fine. not bleach and, and I not didn't cinder eat blocks. It. Yeah. You and just craved or it. chalk. People eat like okay. things of chalk. Like cinder uh-huh. blocks are kind of chalky. So yeah. 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 I think that's what it was. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you're out yeah. in the dirt and you're like, this is actually... And even when you weren't pregnant anymore, did you still like to I just kept going. Yeah. By then my kids liked to be outside and do it. And Mm -hmm. it just like, I still kind of get anemic here and there. And I can tell because, you know, you can just kind of feel it coming on. I feel like you get tired and yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So then you're, you're doing the art and you're doing the, the dirt. So that's when I changed from people to drawing plants is when I started growing plants. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think back then people didn't know that I was growing them in my yard. That's a new thing that I am sharing about that. Mm -hmm. Um, because I didn't really see a reason to. Is that terrible? You know, like no. it's just a hobby to something that I would do in the woods in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> just for free. At what point, re- point where you're like, I want to share this now. Like I actually yeah. am doing this enough that I'm ready to share. You know, I don't think you're ever ready to share, but mm, I think it's scary. Yeah, it's scary. Right. And I think sometimes sharing, but I sharing artwork is less scary for me than sharing my gardening because sharing Mm -hmm. things with my yard, that's kind of part of your soul, right? If it's your hobby and something that you just truly love, I love my artwork too, but I have always thought of that as a, 
a business where if it's not right for you and you're not right for me, that's fine. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting to that point where I have a thicker skin about other things too. As you know, like the internet is a fun place to be sometimes. So but Wait, so are people critical of like your flowers? Yes. And it's not always I'm my flowers. It's the weirdest thing. Well, pro, is it like methods or like what? Cause I do think there's a lot of people who think they know a lot. You guys, it is the funniest thing. So people will say, so I have these, I have this system called a dirt locker system and it's a recycled plastic retaining wall. Uh-huh. So they recycle plastic and they make it into this thing where you can keep your hillside from eroding. I've seen it. It's like, the, is yeah, that your curve? it's the cute that's little, my daughter so calls cute. them the mermaid scale garden. So cute. And so Kirsten I had- would love that. She would she love loves it. Mermaids. I Kirsten love loves mermaids. mermaids. Yes. So much. Yes. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. But people on Facebook saw it and just kept saying how they would- trip or fall I don't know it was so but it's strange like steps it's like supposed it's to, steps it's a better way to get it's, down than no hill. I slipped and fell before I had that in but <laughs> yeah. I've never slipped and fallen since it's I've had that in. prevent it's, slipping it keeps you more safe mm. anyway so it's just strange things like that where mm-hmm. you're like, hmm. but you do feel like because you're like well this is my home it does feel like a little bit more of like an attack yes to you it feels more personal and I'm yeah. I'm pretty um what is the word anonymous on there it doesn't really say my name on that account just because I wanted to keep up and the reason I separated them two reasons one is because visually the art account is very airy Um, when you make product to sell in box stores you usually make um, a brand sheet that kind of helps them with your packaging and when they're making projects out of your artwork, kind of things to mm. think about. So I remember. kind of stay with the branding. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. So very airy and light. And then the gardening account is very earthy and organic, and it's got lots of dark colors and greens. And so they didn't necessarily go easily together visually. And so I split them for that reason, but then also because I show so much of my house, if I ever wanted to, I could just shut that off. Mm. completely mm-hmm. yeah do you ever get nervous about sharing because you share a lot of your exterior I do. you kind of have to I yeah mean, you kind of have to yeah you yeah. kind of have to yes yeah. does that ever make you nervous um it does because of things that have happened on my other account mm. like messages I've gotten on my other account which is why I don't show my kids as often anymore which is sad for honestly it's sad for them they're like I want to be in the video I'm like great let me see the back of your head mm-hmm. you know and yeah. so and I don't call them by their names on there either that makes sense. You know, and my cute friends will leave comments and I'll just reply and then I'll, I'll take it off here mm. and there. But, you know, it's just, it's just easier that way. You have to set way. boundaries sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. social media, it can just be ruthless. Yeah. yeah. And then I think a lot of people, every now and then I'll share one just to show that I have kids because I don't want people to think you can't do it like that with kids. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I have boys. It's realistic. And and, yeah. Yeah. And we have the whole, I'll show a lot of things of kids playing in my yard here and there and clips, but there'll be a lot of kids playing in my yard. So mm-hmm. it'll just be, you know, big groups of kids instead of my specific kids. Right, right. Um, and so that's kind of a fun way so to share. So what made you say, like, when were you like, I'm going to start doing, because I feel like when you started doing this with the flowers, yeah. and it's called um, Illustrator's Garden yes. for everyone who's wondering, it was like you just came out swinging. Like, it was like, I'm doing this mm-hmm. and I'm being consistent and I'm doing it every yeah. day. And there was no, like, waffling. I never felt there like wasn't. you were like, I'm going to do it, but oh, I'm kind of tired now. Like, you just went for it. And I'm curious, like, how you did that. Yeah, like, what was the motivation? Or yeah, what, how did like, I... Did like you have, like, a lot of, um, like content built up already that you were like did you just wake up one day I mean this is a lot of questions but did you just wake up and say like I'm doing this but I'm not gonna do it I mean this is probably how you're with everything but I'm not gonna do it just like 
one foot in, one foot out. I'm going to jump in. Okay, this is an excellent question because I think, honestly, a lot of people wonder this. So last year, so a year ago, not this April, but the April before, I kind of started the account and I started posting for neighbors. What for, what plant, where are you getting this? Where are you getting it? When are you planting it? And for like, people I'll like just, me. Who yeah, are, for people. Because yeah, you would anyway, just get a lot of questions. I get a lot of questions general. and I would feel so guilty that I could not remember what type of boxwood this neighbor was looking, you know? And so mm. I just say, I'm just going to post what I see that's healthy or a good price or how it would look good in a garden. And so I started posting for people and then I randomly was on, I never get on TikTok. I was randomly on TikTok and I found this super, well, it was funny to me, but super funny guy. And he's standing from this beautiful garden and he's got this text that says five reasons why perennials are better than annuals. So annuals are the ones that you have to replace every year. Do you know, this is for Emily. Yeah, this is for you. Look at Emily when you say this. (laughs) So my whole account is helping beginner gardeners grow flowers. That's perfect. We're not like, like we're talking like you've never owned a garden in your life and you're just like, Mm -hmm. I kill everything, right? But it's still beneficial, I'll say for people like me who like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not not a beginner. I feel like I'm still learning, but I'm. I'm better we than We try you. out I'm a like, lot of times. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> Not debatable. No, no, no. I heard about you microwaving a plant once yeah. upon a time. <laughs> That's another story. But That's but yeah, it's story. I think that your account is beneficial for yeah. lots of people. We yeah. kind of we we go but that's basically who I'm mm-hmm. trying to, you uh-huh. know. So anyway, so he posts this thing and I reshared it in my stories and I found his Instagram and I tagged him and it turns out his name is Brian Lloyd, and he is the CEO of Olson's Greenhouse Gardens. So if you're not familiar with, you know, the plant growers and mm-hmm. all of the things, yes. Olson's is Guilty. a family company down in Salem. And again, I had no idea about any of this when I shared his uh, TikTok on mm-hmm. my stories. I had not uh, no clue. So he kind of had been following me for a while. Um, and so anyway, he's the CEO of that company who... Again, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know any of this. They grow the plants for a lot of the Walmart, Costco, and Home Depot stores for our state and the states around us. Okay. So there, it like starts with them and then they uh-huh. are selling them out. They distribute. Yep. Okay, cool. So you can't buy them directly from Olson's, but if you go to a nursery and you look down by the barcode, you can see grown by Olson's Greenhouse Gardens. Hmm. And so after... Gosh, a couple months, I get this. De- I'm at Home Depot, literally looking at plants, and I get this message that says, Hey, I just, you know, was curious if you'd be interested in using some of our plants and kind of being an ambassador for us. And I'm, I literally was like, Oh, when can we meet today? Yeah, I have some plants <laughs> in my shopping cart. Can cart I actually currently. check out with the code <laughs> no, now? Yeah. I literally yeah. like map quested. I was like, Can are you free in 47 minutes? Oh you know, oh, I literally like, drove down there and met and got a tour of the ground. I'm like, this is the best day ever. So you, um, did you ditch the plants and come back? Yeah, later? I think oh, I yeah. checked it out. I don't even remember. I just remember like leaving and calling my husband being so excited and being like, I'm driving to Salem, Utah. That's, That's so fun. And I love that you just went for it. You're it was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, this I, is happening. And so now as an ambassador, your job is to kind of like showcase their, how to, how to so plant the, their plants and you know, what they it's, offer. It's not the best thing about them. They are just so hands off. They're like, we, their goal is literally, we just want um, to inspire more people to love gardening. Mm. So they are love that. literally hands off about everything. Just, yeah, just, 
if you need something and you want to post about it, just let us know. And we're just happy to, you know, so it is a great, great partnership. It's like, you do such a great job. Do you feel like this is like what you were always meant to do? Like what you're doing right That's now? That's a good question. I, I feel very, well, that's a good question. Yeah, it's kind of a heavy question. You don't have yeah. to have an answer. But. Well, it's, it's overwhelming sometimes when things get, if you post something that kind of goes viral, it gets very overwhelming, the amount of questions. It's like being in a big room with a lot of people asking you, mm. but they don't know because they're each in a separate room. But you feel it. But you feel it. Mm -hmm. and, you, and it feels bad because you can't answer every single question. So I'm pretty open about that now on stories and on my account and things where I check and how long I had to set boundaries of how many hours a day I would answer questions. Yeah, Cause you're still a mom because and, I'm still a mom and yeah. I have a whole nother job yeah. as well. And so I, you know, I always filter for comments and then I answer comments for an hour almost every day. Wow. Just answering comments. And then if I can make it to the DMS, I'll do DMS. I actually thought I had arthritis for a little while cause my thumb was kind of getting messed up. So I, if I'm answering in a DM, I'll use, um, I don't even use voice to text because that takes longer. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just voice chat and answer back really quick to me. And people have been so great about it. Oh, that's fun. I'll be, if you can like type your message to me so I can read it faster, because if it's a, you know, a 30 second or a minute long, it just, I can read it so much faster. Yeah. And then I'll just reply and people are just so great. Yeah. And then so you kind. have to spell check and like yeah. all that stuff. And when it's on a comment, when it's open on a reel or on a post, other people can jump on and they have such good answers and ideas mm -hmm. too, that that's been really helpful for me as well to see what other people think. So that's always welcome too, you know, to just jump in and answer something. If you have an answer to someone's question, I love that. That's yeah. so great. So you have a pretty great Instagram following. Do you feel like one of the keys was just like being consistent with your content? 100%. Like, would you say that's the number one thing? Just I think niching they always say this and it's so frustrating because you don't know what they mean and it's easier for me to do on my gardening account than on my art account honestly because when i'm doing licensing really who i need to speak to are art directors because i don't sell directly to a consumer until now but most of my stuff is through another company right mm -hmm. so me finding more art directors is really more beneficial on that account per se. And then the gardening one, I just want to speak to anyone. So it was very easy on that account to know exactly who I was speaking to. And because I knew that it was really easy to make posts that spoke to that person. Mm -hmm. You know how they say make an avatar of like yeah. the specific person? Like, yes. So, so that was really easy. And then you also need to run it it's almost like a TV show. Like it's, you have your own show, but it's not about you. So that's the other thing I love about the Illustrator's Garden account is that it seems like it's all about me, but it's really all about you. It's really not at all about me um, because I'm doing the work, but I'm telling you the different things that you could try or you could do, or like everyone kills plants and it's funny. We all mm -hmm. go plant shopping and it's funny. So that made it a lot easier to make it like a TV show where every day posted at the same time, like within 30 minutes. Okay. And is that because people are like anticipating? You know, then? I don't know exactly. Yeah. I think I the think algorithm likes it. Too. The algorithm yeah. likes it. People like when you find someone that you love and you really connect with when they're regularly appearing. And if you, if you just kind of follow them, you're like, I think I kind of like this person, but then you don't see them again for two weeks. 
and then their next thing is completely unrelated to what their first thing was that you followed them for. It's really hard. It's easy to be like, who, what is this in my feed? And then you unfollow yeah. it. It's just like, it doesn't, it's not consistent. it doesn't match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't go. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think, again, the visuals are really consistent because I don't like talking to camera on my, it's kind of an inside joke in stories because I'll do it in stories, but there's, I think maybe only two reels in my whole feed where I'm talking to the camera because mm. I don't like it. I you like I, voiceover or do you do? I don't even do that. Oh, generally, you just do text, I generally do text. It's great though. I yeah. never even noticed that. I know it's not yeah. funny, yeah. but you kind of figure out what you're comfortable doing and what people connect with. And a lot of mine are in time-lapse because I get one, I'm really klutzy and people don't know this about me. Like I drop stuff. I like my shins are black and blue all the time. I fall a lot. Like I'm just really klutzy and clumsy. Mm-hmm. So I like to do things in time lapse because I forget that the camera is there because it's kind of hard to just constantly have the pressure of a camera on you. So if you can just kind of turn it on and forget about and it. And you're just going about your normal I just routine. do whatever I'm going to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I'm in my swimsuit cover up or my dirty gym clothes from the gym or my, you know, whatever. Because that's something that I decided early on in that account too. I was just going to do it however I showed up in the garden is just the way that I was going to show up on there because I didn't have time to edit or mm-hmm. change or I don't know. I just wanted it to be like this is, you know, so it's kind of funny. I always have a ponytail in my gardening one, never on my other one because I always have a ponytail from going to the gym and then, mm-hmm. I, and then you when I look down, do my hair gets in the garden. So it's kind of funny that, yeah, it's just like, okay, I got to put my ponytail on real quick yeah. so yeah. I can go <laughs> dig in the dirt and not Do you get my feel hair. like now that you've done your account for a while, do you feel yeah. a lot more like in your own skin and more confident in what you're doing? Yeah, that's a really good question too. I think no matter how long you do it, you're always going to come up with doubts. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because of things that you can't control. I think I think it's really easy as a creator to look at the numbers and it's nice when you have a lot of other accounts to also look at and realize everybody's numbers are down or everybody's, the numbers aren't really what matters. It doesn't feel any different from when I had 60 neighbors or 600 neighbors to 66,000. Honestly, it feels exactly the same. That's great. It doesn't feel any different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people that I still talk to in DMs and in comments are the same people that were there at 600 you know? Mm-hmm. So I love that. It's an interesting. Yeah. So sometimes when you need a break, it's just because of the numbers game in your own mind. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, Oh, nobody liked this, but maybe no one saw it because something weird in flipped head, in the, yeah. yeah, you get in your mm-hmm. own head about it. And so you just have to realize that it's not you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a computer that's deciding who to show what. Yeah. So you're still doing art. Yes. You're, you're doing a lot. How are you balancing all the things, the, the, you know, the jobs, the kids, the jobs and the kids, other things you might want to be interested in doing. I mess up so much. (laughs) No, people are just so forgiving of me. They really are. Even when my cute children get invited to a birthday party, we have a system. So my mom's a professional organizer. I don't know if I've told you this. You lucky girl. Yes. So if you ever need professional, hit me up and I will give you her info. If I ever need every day. (laughs) Yeah. And she has always been big into systems. And so I kind of have systems. I have systems literally for 
anything that I do decently okay at. And so you have a birthday party system? We have a birthday party system. What so here's, the, here's like? what happens to the birthday party system. <laughs> I need that. I'm lucky if I can throw yes. a birthday party in general. And yeah. well, this is getting invited to them because oh, I, you guys, I have showed up at the wrong time so often oh, between yeah. four kids and their classes are like 60 kids. And so it's just, it's just a lot, right? Yeah. So that was one of the most stressful things in my life was messing up the birthday parties. And so years ago, our system was, as soon as I get the text, I RSVP, yes or no, I add it to the family Google calendar. Then I print mm -hmm. it off. If it's a digital invite, I will print it off. It will be like the size of an eight half by 11 or, you know, whatever it prints at, doesn't matter. And then we have a certain cabinet where we keep the most used pots and pans and I tape it in there. And as soon as I get a gift, I tape that onto the gift in the windowsill on the way to our garage. So, so I you pass tape it. The invitation I tape the invitation yes. okay. to oh, the gift. So you know what time it is. Yeah, I wrap and the gift. Where. Put, well, my husband usually takes the invite and goes and buys the gift because buying gifts stress oh. me out too because I like never know what to get. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't stress him out. So he'll see the invitation, he'll take it, he'll buy the gift. And then we put the invite on it and we put it on the windowsill. So we see it coming and going every single time we go in and out of our garage. And then when we like take the kid to the party, we, we leave the invite at home so we know what time mm -hmm. to go pick up the child mm -hmm. from whatever party. So it's just silly things like that, that if you can get in a rhythm and figure out a way to not bring your kid at the time that party's so ending, that is heartbreaking. Yeah, or it's, I've had an invite on my fridge that I haven't even put in my phone yet. Yes. And that's the worst, because then you forget. And then the kid and remembers, because everyone's talking about it at school. Everyone's talking about and it. And they're like, and they what happened? Out. And I'm like, oh. And it was the video game bus, and yeah. it would've been the most epic <laughs> night of their life. This, this is ruined. This is what I have grade. to look forward to. Emily, yeah. yeah. I have a three-year-old so and a one-year-old. Yeah, just wait till you get into elementary school. Yeah, and yeah. So, it's so yeah. fun. I love the birthday parties, but that is an extra thing that does cause a lot of it's in the back of your head yes, a lot of stress there. but you yeah. have some systems and that's kind of how if, you yeah if you can, can figure out a yeah. system of the best way and now that i have um what is it walmart delivery so sometimes mm -hmm. i'll get the invite i'll order the thing from amazon or whatever right away so then it comes so i and then the other the other way that we have too in case i forget we have a birthday bin in the basement and i just kind of stock things there when we find Smart. something mm -hmm. awesome we just put a couple extra in there so we always have like a grab and go gift because that happens a lot too. Yeah, I when think a lot of people do that. It's so last minute, yeah. It's just so much better that way. But systems and same thing with work. If you can plan when you're wrapping up your day, if you can plan the top three action items for the next day and just kind of get that ready or get, if I'm shooting um, content the next day, I'll kind of get those things laid out and I'll get my lights set up if I'm doing lights or I'll get my little place that up or get my tripod or my sandbag. It's so windy at my house that oh, hauling my sandbag around is the most annoying thing. What is the sandbag? It's it's just a sand, it's like a saddlebag sandbag for, oh. um, I think it's for C-stands. I don't even know. I just use it on the bottom because my camera, I cracked my- Oh, oh for, for like, filming. For tripods I and cracked stuff. my lens or oh, my- Oh, we, should, the we should get a sandbag. You should get a sandbag. Put it on the list. Yeah, awesome. And I didn't have sand, so I filled it full of rice because that's oh, all I had. There you go. That. We got yeah. some rice. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so you're doing all this and then you also just launched a product line I selling, did. let's see, totes, t-shirts, and, yeah, and hoodies. 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 Yes. hoodies. And mugs. Okay, so yes. what inspired this? <laughs> that is, I mean, just add that to your I know, it's not crazy. What was I thinking? But no, it's that's been awesome. so fun. It's been so well received. I I thought I've I've done all this artwork for other people for so many years. I think it'd be so fun to just start doing some fun and 
pretty gardening things to just be out in in your garden. So that's what I'm I'm working on. Just I, I think that. it's been so fun to There's do. There's not enough pretty garden stuff. Let me just tell you. This is why I garden yeah. is because it's pretty. And so I need more pretty yeah, garden and every things day that inspire things. me to garden. Yes. Just everyday things. Everyday yeah. things. When I, I was love that. 17 and I went to a portfolio review, it was at the High Museum of Art in Atlanta. And the man that was doing my portfolio review, he kept saying, it's just too pretty. Like, it's just... He said that out loud to you? Oh, multiple times. And then he oh. also told me it looked like hermetically sealed mayonnaise. Because I, I went home and I Your had to art? look it up. My art. And I was 17. Oh, oh my And so gosh. that's kind of been my goal in my career in general for the last 20 years is that people want beautiful things. And the same thing with the gardening. Like, mm -hmm. it's fine to want beautiful things and to make beautiful things. It is okay to do it. And... Um, so that's what Good I for you. You should send him a little gift basket now. <laughs> yeah, of all of your I wonderful pretty things. I had a boyfriend that broke up with me once because I was too nice. Oh, yeah, the too nice card. I was okay. too nice. Yeah, and I was like, I was this in high don't school? feel very nice right now. This was in high school. <laughs> yeah, but it is interesting. I yeah. I don't really. It's like, what do you do with that? Yeah, what you know? do you yeah. do with that? Do you embrace it? Which I feel like you kind of did. You were like, yeah. you know what? I do pretty very well. Yeah. And that's what I'm yeah. going to do. And that with is my just life. where we're going to go with it. Yeah. Because what I, I was like, do you want me to draw like skeletons? Like, where are we going with this? Like, what <laughs> yeah. am I uh -huh. supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> what is, is good art gory to you? For you? Yeah, yeah, it's just, it was mm. interesting. Mm. It's an interesting But concept. I'm glad you stayed true to who you are. Yeah. And you are thriving. It worked yeah. out great. That's so fun. And your stuff is beautiful. It's very so pretty. pretty. I love Thank your you. totes are so cute. And I love tote bags, by the way. Oh, you do? I collect them. Like all when I go on trips, they want like a pretty tote bag. From oh, where that's I've a gone fun. To. Yeah. That's a great idea. It I collect great. tablecloths when I travel. Oh, I love that too. Because they don't break in your bag. And, yeah. You know? And you can whip it out and have all these yeah. fun memories that come back. Uh -huh. to you. Every like, holiday. Do you collect anything? I feel like you collect <laughs> Literally nothing. racking my brain over here, <laughs> trying to figure out how I can contribute. You have no collection. <laughs> Collections. It's fine. I, don't a lot of I got some sunglasses from Thailand that I still have. Oh, that's wow. good. Boring. <laughs> so boring. Uh, you know what, guys? Yeah. I just like to pack light. That's fine. That's smart. Yep. Speaking of things, do you, we like to ask all of our guests, what are your three favorite products right now? And oh they can goodness. be food or, I mean, a piece of Beauty, clothing that whatever. you love. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay, Anything. that's a hard thing. Um, the thing I'm wearing right now, I love this. Super like, cute. So I love that color. Set. This is an Amazon lounge set. It is, yeah. It is. And it's so comfy. Got the little white, border sleeve. sleeve. It's so cute. Yeah, we're so going to have to link one. that. That's super That's a great cute. color. That's a great you. one. I love that one. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Garden things. Let's think of a garden thing. Oh, I have this other. It's you'll love this too. It's a basket. It's also from Amazon. It's a little basket and it has clippers in it, and oh. it has all the different shovels and they have wooden handles. What? It I comes need with this. gloves. It has all these dividers. It has like a transplanting thin shovel, and it's I think thirty five bucks. And you just carry that around when it's you're insane. out working. In it's the garden. I have two of them. I have one for the backyard and one for the front yard because I. <laughs> That's amazing. Just yeah. Why, why, it's so why transfer it from front it's to back? So right. Yeah, yeah. I it's need amazing. That. Awesome. And and then, and then do you have third. like third. Yeah, third. You guys, I'm gonna say this is gonna sound so funny, but I I really love my main planters. They are mm -hmm. just they've been a classic for me for so long. When, when you say, say main wait, wait, let me guess. 
we got to talk about right this. in front of your house. Yes. Those are the main planters. Yes. The, the main black planters. ones. Yep. I have two main planters <gasps> at my house. Do you want to see what well, they're called? Well, is right this now? a yeah, the brand is main? The brand is main. M A Y. It's not It's not her main planters. Yeah, it's a yeah. brand name. But if you live in Utah, they mm-hmm. have a well in the bottom and they just, I feel like people are like, oh, you're such a good car. Nope, it's the planter box. Because it's like it keeps amazing. water in it. Mm-hmm. It keeps yeah, water in it. You probably should have had that for your mom's. So you can't yeah. overwater it because it has a drainage hole too. Mine has a drainage hole, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, but yours doesn't have the well. So it has a little well in the bottom. So it keeps, depending on the box, uh-huh. it can keep up to like 17 gallons of water wow. in the bottom. So the roots grow down into the little well. And then it just, mm, it helps you. are so happy in there, those roots. If you're a mm. new gardener, invest in that. It is, they last mm. forever. They're on my old house and they've been there 12 years and they still look brand new. That's The window amazing. boxes. Okay, well. Yeah, so, Emily killed some moms, but you know what? Everyone does moms it. Moms are hard. Everyone does it. Listen, last year I kept them alive. Moms did are not an easy Don't plant. ask me how. I did. I think the problem with moms my, is everyone buys too early. Listen, I, yeah, I agree with that too. Well, too but that's hot. when they're in the store. I'm like ready and to buy my mom's and you're this excited. week. Listen, my wonderful husband surprised me one morning with some beautiful moms he had delivered Aww. to our house. Probably from this Olson nursery, Aww. if I had to guess. That's so, so cute. And I just doing what I do best killed them. <laughs> <laughs> Were they cut moms? Oh, is, yeah. We'll have to mm-hmm. post this for everybody mm-hmm. to see. Oh, cute. Everyone, That's hot, but the plant's not dead. It's pretty embarrassing. Do you know that? Okay, I can revive those. Yeah, so what you can do is just shear it up. So here's the thing. It's not going to revive this season. The plant oh, okay. is still alive. You can plant it in the ground. That's one of my favorite things about moms. They're actually a great perennial. Comes back again okay. in Utah. So you can plant it in the ground and many other places as well. So you can plant it because it's all your greenery is still alive. He's not totally fried. It's just all the blooms well, are dead. This was a couple days ago. I took this picture. So by now they might be dead. No, I think I bet it's still alive. Give it a soak, it a soak it. and then plant it but in your But it's not going to re-bloom again this season. Plant it in your yard. You can Kay. even take your shears and just like cut that whole just top cut, mess like, the off. Blossom things yeah, off. so it's just all green. It'll Kay. just look like a cute little box. Do you wood. own shears? Yeah, do you have shears? Um, Probably not. <laughs> Go buy yourself some You want to know what I use we'll to shovel? To, 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 um, I did plant some things in my garden. You know what Probably I Probably like kitchen shovel. tools. Yeah, it was like a kitchen, like um, little... Uh, Trowel? Um, like a no. serving dish, like a serving spoon. Well, was it a pipe? Oh, a dish? serving spoon. No, a serving spoon. Oh, I used to that. dig with. Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there you go. We have some work to do. So, listen, our garden actually thrives, but thanks to my husband, not to me. Yeah. Well, put these in your yard, and next Kay. year they'll yeah, come just back. dig a hole. Okay. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. die back all the way to the ground. This is something people don't know about mums either. Mm-hmm. They will okay. die back during the winter. They'll get okay. all the way to dead, dead sticks, and you cut them off like early spring, when they look completely dead and you can just snap them, just cut them all the way to the ground. And then February, March, April, you'll start seeing little green and they will just pop back up huge. And by next year, that plant will be like this big. It'll yeah, be like two or three really? feet. Okay, past. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so those are your favorite products. Do you have any like daily non-negotiables, which would be like routine oh, or do. or anything that like you do every day? Yeah. I, I am a weirdo routine person. Uh, again, the... So we love a good routine. My mom, yeah, a good a good routine. My mom got diagnosed with breast cancer a couple years, four years ago, and she's doing great okay. and all of that. But then at that time, I found out there's quite a family history of a lot of different things. So my non-negotiables are, I wake up super early, which I think surprises people. What time? I wake up between four forty five, five forty five. If I sleep in, it's six thirty. 
So we have a, this is a table of, of early of early risers. risers. Mostly, yeah. Emily, but you're. Do you get up at four forty-five? I get up at five fifteen. Okay, so yeah. you beat See, all so of us. You know, yeah. that's early. Yeah. yeah, it's super early. But um, I get up early. I usually do some kind of exercise early in the morning like at your house yeah either at my house or, or i have a bunch of cute friends i'll go to the That's gym right. and you what, do I've something seen you at the gym I yeah know you, i know you go to the gym i do go to the gym and i'm pretty super regular about that too because i feel for some reason it makes me feel like i've done something mm-hmm. even though you can't really control if you get cancer or whatever right so mm-hmm. it just kind of makes you feel mentally like okay i've done something mm-hmm. um and then i'll come back get my kids ready for school and are and they still asleep by the time you get back or like it's hard. I have um, kids that start kind of early morning, so they're up and usually ready for school when I get back. Okay, so they just get themselves. They up get and themselves ready. ready. That's great. Yep. I look forward to that. My day. oldest daughter <laughs> is amazing. She's a gem, and so she'll wake up my son and gets all ready. And okay. They w- another thing. I I have my kids. I don't. I don't ever pack lunches. And so they, they do, do their own breakfast. They do their, they've always done their own lunches. Yeah. Kirsten's so jealous right now. Yeah. I'm not saying they eat crazy healthy. I'm just saying they do. Yeah. I make those Nutella sandwiches in the freezer on the Hawaiian bread. Oh, that's all my kids eat are Nutella Peanut butter. Sandwiches. Yes. For breakfast, yep. lunch, yeah, dinner. true. So much of it. Yeah. Lots yeah. of Nutella. Mine are eating a lot healthier now. Again, mm-hmm. the gardening thing. And then my husband has kind of had some health things that he's had to like completely 180 his diet and really what did is it his, so fast what does he do now that's like well he's i don't know if you've ever met him but he's like a very trim like healthy guy but he has a, a genetic um predisposition for high cholesterol in his family mm. and oh. so his um numbers and stuff he was just getting a little concerned about it and so he's just started eating tons more vegetables and you know exercising more not that not that Physically, you would look at him and think that he needed to, but, but maybe he's more predisposed. Yeah, predisposed. just genetically, mm-hmm. and yeah. so yeah. So it's been really fun to watch our kids change their eating habits because both of us are on board with different things now. So that's awesome. So yeah. so daily exercise and waking up early—that's a non-negotiable for you. Is yeah. there anything else? And I go to bed really early too. My I love that. my bedtime alarm goes off at fifteen. I looked at my watch just to make sure it wasn't going to go off during this. There's nothing I love more than climbing into bed like early. Yes. So nice. I love to take a bath at night too, because after sometimes, you know, digging and stuff like that can take a toll on your hands. And so Mm -hmm. it's it's just really nice to be able to take a bath. Do you do Epsom salts? I do the Epsom salts. Yeah. I love that. So nice. Yeah. Wow. Love those things. Those things. I mean, they're not big things. They're just little things. Oh, and you guys, something I do in the fall. I am not a big, fall stresses me out because all the plants start dying, right? So every fall I pick a new pumpkin spice, something to try and fall in love Mm. with pumpkin spice. Because again, it's not my most favorite. spice candle or flavor or anything. anything. So I take recommendations. If you have recommendations for anything fall-ish or pumpkin spice. I have the best candle okay it's from house of jade home shout oh, out but it is so beautiful to look at but is also it? smells so good. okay it does there i you went go. to our house the other day and i it was yeah, yeah everyone's always so like good. what is that candle yeah i was like can i eat it yeah that's it that's yeah. what i okay i do that every goal. yep i do that every fall love that well okay. we did have some listener questions we'll just we'll get to a couple so Somebody asked, when should I prune my limelight hydrangeas? Oh, this person was me. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> okay. I love this okay, question. This Karen is, a, needs this to is know. a serious question. Okay. Okay. My friends and I have debated this all week. And they're like, ask her. Because 
here's the problem. When I bought mine, I bought them from Arbor Day Nursery. Love Arbor Day. And they said, okay, there were two things they said. Don't cut these and bring them inside. They're not like cut. They're not like cut and come again. It's not like an Annabelle oh, okay. where you can like cut it because they grow on. New old, and old. Uh, limelights do. Uh-huh. Okay. So that was the first thing. So I'm very cautious with cutting. I just like don't touch them. I let them be ever. And then, I mean. You don't touch them ever? I cut them on occasion. Okay. Rarely. Okay. Because I'm terrified. We got to talk. I'm terrified. We got to okay. talk. Okay. Yeah. okay. And then the other thing is I prune. They said prune them in the spring, not the fall. Okay. And now this, I'm going to qualify this. Okay. With, it depends on the microclimate of your yard. Okay. But I will say in my own yard, I have done some in the spring and some in the fall. Mm. And I've done them multiple years to see which does better in my own personal yard. Okay. And mine always do better in the fall. When you prune so in the I fall. I do all of mine okay. in the fall. And you prune them late fall? Or do you know I it pruned them matter? in November last year. So okay. I wait until after Halloween. So here's the thing. If you want to cut some to take inside your house to dry them, you know, where you cut them. Mm-hmm. I'll do a post on this really soon too, actually. After Halloween, I'll do a post on this. Actually, I should start it now. So you cut them when they're kind of papery feeling before they turn brown. Mm-hmm. And you put them in a vase with just a couple inches of water. And then you don't do anything else. You let that water evaporate and you just let them dry. And that's how you can have them in your house as a dried some flower. last fall and it was the greatest gift it's so great they're beautiful beautiful. and they are um like they're just easy to pick up and move so like because they're lightweight so like I will just because there's no water in that vase yeah there's nothing in there all over my house you can put them in your Christmas tree you can put them in wreaths on your mantle you can put fairy lights in them they're the best they're magical okay so you can do that probably now depending on just feel your petals and see how it is And then I cut mine down in November before it gets really cold, but after Halloween, because I don't like my yard to be totally bare for Halloween when everyone's coming through. Mm -hmm. And so I cut them back. My, um, my friend Patrick actually is the one who taught me. He came over and showed me how to prune my limelight hydrangeas because his were so amazing. So Patrick Svedeen, this is all you. Shout Shout out to Patrick. So I actually trim mine back pretty far. I trim them back to almost my knee. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh so, gosh, it like makes me so and scared. Just you could trim about them. It. You could do. <laughs> you don't have to trim them back that far. Okay. You can. You can do three feet or whatever. But here's the thing: like they will get massively huge blooms on them mm-hmm. if you prune them back that far. The thing too is our snow tends to take mine and crack the plants because it's so heavy. I would love to leave them out for winter interest because mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful to look at. Um, but it stresses my husband out and honestly, it stresses me out too, because then he's out there in the middle of January, like cutting them, shaking them. Mm -hmm. And so we don't, we don't do that anymore, but so we do cut them all back now in November and they did beautifully this year, except for the one I didn't cut back. And I do have a post on that too. Hmm. And it shows the one that I didn't cut back and they're beansy. They're like the size of your hand versus the size of your head. And so, yeah, I cut them back. I cut back anything smaller than a pencil also. So anything that's kind of like a spaghetti, just cut that right off. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So leave everything that's like a pencil. Okay. And cut them right above the okay. nose. Did you get your um, answer? Yeah. That you I mean, I'm still. I do have a YouTube video on okay. that too. It's one of the few. I just like the thing is, mine are so great. Like they, yeah, it's beautiful. kind of like what. It's scary, right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Is kind of how I feel. But at the same time, I'm like, could they? Is be there better? a better way? Yeah. Like are I they do wonder. Traditional I do wonder. limelights. Yours must be because of when you planted them. They're I not limelight so. primes. When do they bloom? Um, Pioneer day. 
yeah, like August, sometime in August, always, okay. but not July. Early August. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. If yeah. they bloom later, then it's probably just a, a traditional. Limelight primes bloom a little bit sooner, no. but I don't have any of those. I should get some though. Cause I'm always like, why does it take so long? Yeah, <laughs> so I know. Mad. Well, the Annabelle, not the Annabelle's, the an Incredibles an- bloom in June. I know. I need some of those. So it's kind I of fun. some variety. Yeah. yeah. Emily, you have no hydrangeas. So you. We got to get you I'm some. I'm just over here soaking it all in. <laughs> uh, How are you? Yeah. How about you give me some of your dry hydrangeas? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll just get to one more question. If, um, how do you cut down on cost when planting flowers? Oh, if somebody's on a budget, a, like yeah, what would you recommend? You're good at this. What okay. Would you this is my favorite. You guys, I love this question so much. I wrote an entire guide about mm. it. Oh, so okay. on my website, there's a guide. It's called Petunia 101. And it is the most frequent. People are like, you must spend so much money on all of these plants and whatever every year. And, you know, now I get to play with all kinds of like beautiful things and try a lot of things out. But for years and years and years, I did my entire yard, my entire yard for $167. That's wow. amazing. Of annuals. And it looks full. And, and it is a yeah. big yard. It's a lot of beds and they're very full because I plant a very specific type of flower because your genetics really matter on your plants. And I I absolutely adore wave petunias. They know I love them. I talk about them all the time. Do you know what a petunia is, Emily? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a flower. No, trumpet go. flower. <laughs> it's a flower. Okay, but here's the thing. So if you get one wave petunia, you know, it's a plug in a four or a six pack, right? Like yep. It comes in a four or six pack. So one wave petunia can easily get this big. It okay. can get two to she's, three. So if you get a like tidal wave, they'll get five or six. Reaching feet. her arms out yeah. Yeah. as far as she can. Yeah, okay. they get massive. And so if you're looking, and I say exactly how I plant them. I say the easy fertilizer that I plant them with and feed them with and any pest control I do, it's all in that guide. So it's like something's eating my plant. You just look in the guide and you're like, oh, this is what it is. Mm. And this is what I buy. And that's how I fix it. And they can find that guide through your Instagram. On my Instagram. Okay. It's in my shop. Perfect. And where can, can you just tell all your platforms, where can listeners find you? Sure. They They can find me nataliemalin.com. Okay. M-A-L-A-N. And then I'm on Instagram. I have two separate pages. Natalie Malin Studio is if you like watercolor and art and design and cricket crafting and all kinds of things like that. And then illustrators with an S because my husband and I are both illustrators and I give him credit too. He does the lawn. Illustrators Garden is our gardening account. Perfect. Amazing. So great. Okay. And you have agreed to do a little giveaway with us. I would us love to do a giveaway. listeners, which oh my we're goodness. so excited about. Yes. Okay. So we're going to give something away to somebody who follows Illustrators Garden. Sure. And Confessions of Ignorance on Instagram, on Instagram, and also leaves a review on this podcast. And will you share what you're giving away? Okay, so I have um, these great online watercolor classes, and it comes with a kit. I will send you the kit. I will send you the handouts, the brush. Kirsten, you're not allowed to enter. It's such a good one, and it comes with a couple hours of different classes. It's amazing. Two hundred and fifty dollar value, and then we'll also let you pick whatever tote that you want. So, You're and so there's great. cute fall ones up right now that are a limited edition. So, oh, the pumpkin ones. Yeah, the pumpkin oh, ones. So cute. The cute. So fun. Coral flowers. Are you doing a Christmas tote? It depends on how fast I can clean up my artwork. I kind okay. of, I keep coming back and forth between do I 
prep for Mother's Day oh. and a fun mm. spring launch? I feel like that's where you should go. Or do I try and hit up Christmas? I'm a little nervous of like trying to do Christmas and just kind of like you should do because because listen in the spring i will buy anything with a flower on it right? i'm just like i need flowers <laughs> yeah that's what yeah, you should do like true. a cute I valentine's good about that. day oh, amazing amazing yeah. okay well thank you so much for being yes, here thank you oh. you've been incredible i have learned a lot emily's learned more than she's ever learned in her yeah. life tonight yeah it's amazing oh i'm goodness. so excited to go revive those mums yep i'm excited Sam, to see they are not for nothing yep <laughs> They're going to live forever in your yard. Yes. And thank you to our listeners. Please leave a review, subscribe, download, and share this podcast with a friend. Thanks, guys.